Hey, what's going on? It's Mike from Locked On Cardinals, and I want to tell you about the show sponsor for this week, Postmates. This app, this service has made my life so much easier. When you're married and you got a one-year-old little boy and you got a wife who is constantly chasing him around because you're busy doing things like a podcast, when you have to run to the store, it kind of interrupts the flow. You know what I'm saying? So Postmates is there to help even things out. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Doesn't matter what you're craving, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates is going to bring you what you need within the hour. And for a limited time, Postmates is offering my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? It's Moose, Mike, whatever you want to call me. I'm so used to everyone calling me Moose. I'm kind of transitioning back to uh, my actual name, though. Some people have said, you know, Moose, hey, come on, what's your real name? It's Mike, Mike Stevenson. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Mike's on First. Follow the show on Twitter as well at uh, Locked on STL. You can, uh, let's see, give the show a call, 615-499-6690. And we are off and rolling. The postseason underway. Uh, this is being recorded pretty much right as the uh, Brewers and Nationals are getting underway for the National League wild card. Now, granted, we're not sure who's won. At again, as by the time you're listening to this, we're going to know who's going on to lose to the. I mean, face the Dodgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the Dodgers are going to be a tough customer, for sure. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on uh, what? Google and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, Spotify, the uh, brand-new Himalaya Podcast app, another place you can do that there as well. And uh, we would love to, uh, we'd love to hear what you say about the show. Again, you can give us a call, 615 615- 499-6690. Tweet me at Mike's on first. Shoot me an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. Tons and tons and tons of ways to uh, to get ready. All right, so uh, a couple things to break down. We're going to talk about a rumor going around from Major League Baseball about what they're going to do to try to alter the postseason a little bit. Yeah, I bet you didn't see this one coming. You might have already heard about it, too. And uh, Game 1 starters have been announced for the Braves and for the Cardinals. We're going to talk about that first right here on Locked on Cardinals. So, if you uh, didn't catch the news, Dallas Keuchel is going to be the Game 1 starter for the Atlanta Braves. Seems like a no-brainer. But what you might not have expected is to see Miles Michaelis taking the ball for the Cardinals in Game 1. Honestly, a little bit surprising to me, very much so. And it's not that I don't like Miles or anything like that. He's just not been that sharp as of late. I figured Dakota Hudson probably would have been the game one starter. We know Jack Flaherty's starting game two. 
What we what we didn't know is who's going to be starting game one. Now we do. Miles Michaelis. You know, uh, it really kind of depends on whether or not he's going to be able to find and keep that control going and whether or not he's going to be able to command the strike zone like we know he can and try to get those ground ball outs. We're going to talk a little bit more about Miles in just a second. Now, on the Braves side, there is one thing that I uh, that I, I thought that perhaps they were going to go for until I realized they really didn't have it at all. In order for the Braves, I believe, to do well against the Cardinals, they really need a starter who can strike people out. They don't really have that. They don't really have that at all. Uh, so the, what the Cardinals need to be wary of then is shortening up the swing and being patient. They must be patient. Otherwise, if they're doing this swing and miss business and they're just going to let the Braves get the strikeouts that they're looking for anyway, it's going to be a short series, a very short series. Uh, and and I don't I I get it. Everybody says, but but Moose pitching wins the postseason. Pitching wins October. It does. And we got a couple of guys that can really help the Cardinals make a deep run. But like I said, if you can't score any runs, it doesn't matter if Jack Flaherty goes nine innings of one run ball because they still got a run. And it means the Cardinals still lose. So the offense has to wake up. Uh. Michaelis, though, going back to him very quickly, uh, 2019, his, his final stance, 9-14, and 14, not that wins and losses matter, but we're just throwing it out there, uh, 416 ERA, his whip 1.22, 144 strikeouts, uh, almost 200 innings. He started 32 games. Um, you know, it, it, it's really, really... He's gonna have to be able to to kind of get those get those pitches down. He's gonna have to be able to make sure these guys are are swinging at the right pitches, and he's not leaving thing leaving anything up in the zone. Uh, otherwise, again, it's gonna be a long, long game one, a long game one. Uh, so right now in 2019, he gets ground balls. 48.8% of the time, which is fantastic. His fly ball percentage, 21.4%. His line drive percentage, 25%. So, to break that down a little bit more, half the time it's going to be up in the air or it's going to be a line drive to the outfield where it's probably going to fall for a hit. The other time it's a ground ball and it's kind of a, a lottery as to what's going to happen to the ball then. So Flair or not Flaherty, Michaelis really needs to focus on trying to get ground ball outs. The defense needs to do what we know they can do and suppress those runs from the Braves. Still very, very surprising that Michaelis is getting the game one start, but it makes sense. So the way it's going to line up for the Cardinals, game one, Michaelis, game two, Flaherty. I would imagine Hudson will get game three. Game four, if needed, would be Adam Wainwright. Game five would be Flaherty again. I'm just saying. 
Uh, I believe Flaherty would be, would be rested at that point and ready to go. What do you think? Are you okay with Michaelis starting game one for the Cardinals in the NLDS against the Braves? Let us know. 615-499-6690. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and with the postseason in full swing, download the Vivid Seats app and help them make you a memory that is going to last a lifetime. Yeah, they can help you get to your favorite events. Just use the promo code POSTSEASON for a discount of up to $100. Download the Vivid Seats app today and use promo code POSTSEASON for a discount of up to $100. This is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. All right, so I'm about to get on the soapbox. We're about to do a little ranting, all right? The rumor has come out that Major League Baseball will be using the old baseballs in the postseason because they're concerned about the length of the games. This doesn't make any sense. Before we had Rob Manfred screwing around with the game, we need more offense, we need we need this, and all of a sudden you saw the home run totals just go up and up and up and up and up and up and up till we're breaking home run records all the time. I mean, I'll do credit to Pete Alonzo for doing what he did, but we had Aaron Judge break Mark McGuire's rookie record last year, and now Aaron Judge's record got broken this year. I mean, come on. Here's the deal. They're worried about the length of games because of the inability to get outs. The issue is with the prevalence of the shift. And by the way, I don't care what anybody tells me the shift is directly responsible for destroying guys this season like Matt Carpenter when his batting average just totally tanked. And they can say, well, he used to hit the all parts of the field and blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. And, that, and there's probably there is some truth to that for sure. But the shift has to do with a lot of it. Because of the shift, you're not going to have a lot of action in these games. You're just not. And now you want to take away the home run. And when you do that, you're going to make for a very boring postseason. The home runs, the dramatic home runs, are what make the postseason exciting. You know, it's, it's the thing every boy dreams about. It's the bottom of the night. Two outs, two strikes. Or it could even be a full count, whatever you want. The batter digs in, here comes the pitch, boom. And it's just like something out of the natural, you know, with the crazy music by Randy Newman and Bamba. Everybody loves that. It's part of the romanticism of baseball. So, what I want to know is why are you trying to take that away? It makes zero sense. Here's the deal. And you can at me all day on this. I don't care. I will die on this hill till the cows come home. If you want to improve the amount of action on the field and not have a bajillion home run, you must ban extreme shifting. You got to ban it. To have the third baseman basically playing second base, and then you got the shortstop at the second baseman in between first, and second base, or shoot, the, the first baseman's probably in there too. 
And then you got basically all the outfielders over in right center. And that is, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's, uh, it should be banned. You want to shift a little bit, you know, you want to like shift the outfield to where the center fielder is playing right center and the left fielder is more left center. Sure. You know, you want to move the shortstop closer to third, where the, the third baseman kind of moves in, or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Double play depth, all that kind of stuff. Go for it. That other stuff that Joe Madden came up with is garbage. It is hot garbage, and in my mind, tantamount to cheating. In my mind, it's a loophole that Joe Madden found with the Rays Whoever else came up with it, well, I got a crappy team. How do I do something about it? Oh, well, there's no rule saying the shortstop has to play where the shortstop plays. Let's move him on over. Ridiculous. You want to up the action on the field. You want to get players with higher batting averages, better on base, things like that. The players' union should be all behind this, too, because it's going to help improve stats. And that's the thing, these strikeout totals. All right, these strikeout totals are just getting crazy. The amount of these players trying to hit home runs, your number eight guy is swinging for the fences? Come on. I mean, come on. All these, okay, here's the deal. All the stats we've been seeing the last few years, they are inflated. They are absolutely inflated. Some of these batting averages that are so bad, like Goldie's batting average, Matt Carpenter's batting average, some of these other guys who have a lower than normal batting average, guess what? It's probably a bit higher if you eliminate the shift. Some of these ERAs that are down low, some of these whips, things like that, probably a little bit higher. But because it's so easy to get outs because of the shift, it's kind of making stats seem better than they are. My opinion, you want to make baseball a fun game that has lots of action, eliminate the shift. Puts more emphasis on great defensive plays. Makes things a lot better. Just my two cents. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Uh, let's see. When I last looked, uh, let's see. The Brewers were on top. Uh, let's see. It's, is it's, yeah, two nothing. Bottom of the first, Brewers on top, two nothing. So we'll, uh, we'll see if that score continues to hold. We'll be back tomorrow morning with our game preview. Braves and Cardinals getting ready for the NLDS. Want to hear from you. What do you feel like the Cardinals should have done for the game one starter. Are you happy with Miles Michaelis? How do you feel about eliminating the shift? 615-499-6690. I'll see you tomorrow. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.